welcome to the Warrior Goddess Revolution, a podcast dedicated to helping you get free, free of shame, free of fear, free of limitations, and free to become the woman you are meant to be. Let the inner revolution begin. Here's your host, Heather Ash Amara. Welcome everyone back to Warrior Goddess Revolution. And we have a revolutionary with us today for sure, Kidada. I'm so excited. I'm like, mm, this is going to be such a great conversation. <laughs> so I want to uh, dive in by sharing that we met, I, we met originally through a mutual friend mm-hmm. and have, you know, it's been the Zoom getting to know each other over the months. <laughs> And I just have such a a huge space in my heart for you and the work that you're doing. So would you share a little bit about who are you for people that haven't met you yet, what you're excited and passionate about in your life? And today we are going to dive into talking about racism in the spiritual awareness industry and then whatever else shows up. Whatever else shows up. Um, Well, my name is Kidada. I'm one half of a musical group called Writers Against the Storm with my husband, Shaka and Pianaj. Uh, We've been making music for over a decade and uh, we live in the Austin area. Not only that, but we're also civic leaders and we are um, also spiritual practitioners. Um, My work um, is from the Afro-spiritual diaspora and um, my my mentor and my spiritual mother is Her Majesty Queen Mother Dawuti Desi Huna Huna II. Um, and I'm very proud of that um, because one of the goals is to demystify Afro-spirituality in the world and also allow it to become on par with many of the other spiritual practices or, and, and organized formats of spirituality. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful ancient practice um, it is it is a particular field. It is a particular energy, and it, it is its own framework that has its own insights and glorious inclusion. So, uh, one thing that I do as a practitioner is I do facilitate people through their heart space, in particular, um, allowing them to refresh their imaginations so that they can really start to envision themselves in spaces. Uh, unimaginable. And more specifically, allowing women to activate their full corporal being so that they can kind of register the fullness of their power as opposed to kind of this compartmentalized way that people can think about themselves. It's, you know, it's about giving the most to my mind or it's about giving the most to my heart when it's really a full corporal activation that's required that may start in the heart or it may start with your mind, but it's about emphasizing that. And I've had clients all over and my, my methods are fun. They're, they're not as, um, they're not, you know, based in kind of like stillness per se, that may be what's your prescription, but you know, there are a lot of ways to get at that. So my method being that I'm a hip hop artist, um, is radically different. So Which I love. Yeah, my husband has a variety of organizations. I could go on and on and on. (laughs) But that's the crux of it. And here we are. Yes. You have such an incredible blend of spiritual depth and practice and grounding and civic activism and like both you and your husband of, of the amount of 
fundraising and outreach and support that you give Austin area. It's just, it's breathtaking to me. And also the music and that it's not separate. We're talking about them as it, but they're not separate at no. all. Not, um, at all. not at all. And so I'd love, to, can you share a little bit more about the, the music piece and how sure. you weave the spirit and the music and the community all into the incredible blend that you do? Right. So I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and um, I was born in Brooklyn at the height of hip hop. So when I was born, I didn't know hip hop had not existed. You know, it was basically a part of the yoke at that point. It was it was it was. So um, I, I grew up going to a lot of parties like, you know, you know, a lot of people talk about hip hop and the street parties that existed in the block parties that existed that helped to birth that whole culture. But the entire community, whether you were involved in hip hop or not, were having parties because everyone was just migrating from the Caribbean, et cetera. You know, there's so many different enclaves of all kinds in Brooklyn. There's a lot of intertwining that takes place. So there was constantly a party. So I was probably well partied. Well, most people start partying in there when they're in college. I was partying at like seven, eight years old coming up when the sun, <laughs> when the sun came up is when we came home and I'm six, seven years old. So I, I got to see the wholesome nature of partying. Like partying wasn't about getting, getting floored, blasted, um, drunk. I'm sure some people were doing that, but the partying was so wholesome that you could still bring children to it and party until the break of dawn. And so that gave me a foundation um, for my art and for my work. Uh, and, you know, my husband and I and uh, Chariso Funk here in Austin, Texas, had a dance, have a dance party called Body Rock ATX. Um, obviously, since the pandemic, it's been difficult to reassemble that activity. However, um, when it was um, happening and going on, a lot of people came to that because they were like, there's some sort of energy here that I'm not getting when I go to another party. Um, there are people who would come and they would start crying and they wouldn't understand why they're crying. And it's, it wasn't because they were drunk. They were like, I haven't had anything to drink, but I'm just like completely enamored. I'm completely overtaken by some sort of swell uh, that's allowing me to feel free. Um, and a lot of that is about the uh, work that we uh, got, the training that we got. The people who trained us were storytellers, international professional storytellers, primarily an organization called the Rhode Island Black Storytellers. And they taught us about what it meant to gather. And they taught us about what it meant to bring everyone into one field of energy and have them ride that pulse together. They taught us about how to allow people to be individuated, but still understand that they were a part of one, uh, one pulse. So all of those things led to being able to offer that in our own particular hip hop lens, in our own particular Afro-futurist kind of energy. But the thing about it is that it wasn't exclusive to people of color. It was in a very inclusive space because that's the way the planet looks. And so that's the way that the, that the way that it, for us organically through spirit had to be structured. So Queen Mother, uh, my, my spiritual mother is a, a priest of Vodou. And many people have their, you know, uh, misnomers, if you will, about voodoo. So voodoo really just means searching and finding the peace within. 
And vodou is, it just means spirit at the end of the day. That's what it means. So it, 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 it's, it's about all of these different compartments in ourselves that we can activate and having a container to activate them, in my experience. That's what the party is for. We've coined this term that the party is the bastard child of, uh, the party is the bastard child of ceremony. You're looking for this particular release or you're looking for this particular activation or type of engagement, but because it's not rooted in empowerment or rooted in with a particular intention to uh, bring you across into a different space, it may just be like to have fun. Okay, that's great. Not that, um, but given if it's given a particular intention, it can be steered to a higher purpose, and we could still be partying. That's the foundation for our work, and that leads us to our music. So our music is no different in that sense. That it is a it is a actual ceremony that is taking place in its own way, in the way that we've cultivated and developed, in the way that we've trusted voodoo to guide us. Also, the artistry is medicine. Uh, the gathering is medicine. The intention to make it medicine is what allows the medicine to take root. So people will start crying and they'll be like, I don't know what's going on, but you know what? My son, my son was shot year, uh, a couple weeks ago and, and I didn't know I, I couldn't let it out you know, until I came here. Or there was a dark energy over my heart for so long. And I don't know, I came to this show and I just started crying. Like I just couldn't get it out. I couldn't get it off. And that's the potential. And that is that is the potential we have in in as we've released our, our last record and what we will be doing on a very large scale moving forward. That's a mouthful, but that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, I can, I can feel when you, as you talk about it, having done a lot of community ritual and been to big music festivals and the, the, the place where the magic happens, despite, like, even though there's no focus, mm -hmm. magic will still happen. And so the, the feeling sense of crafting it, my whole body's like, yes, yeah. magic. And we do, we need safe places. Mm -hmm. that are sacred mm -hmm. and that are community release, whatever that looks like, mm -hmm. that allows the grief to move, the joy to move, the witnessing of each other, the, the tenderness and the power. And there's music is so important. Yeah. It's a nutrient in my eyes. I'm working on a, um, a series uh, where I just talk about vibrational nutrients and, and, and music is a, is a vibrational nutrient. It does in fact um, offer sustenance, you know, to our, to our persons, to our beings, to our homes. You know, uh, I love being in Jamaica and, and shout out to um, Bunny Whale who just transitioned one of the last of the whalers uh, with Bob Marley and Peter Tosh. And um Going to Jamaica, the first thing in the morning is just music. There's music all day long, all day long, all day long. And it, it makes complete sense why, you know, you have the culture that you have there, you know, or anywhere where there's music all day long. It, it sustains a vitality. Absolutely. Yeah. And that each of us can, can really... You know, just being mindful that we're in pandemic because otherwise I'd be like, I'm running to Austin, I'm coming to a show. <sighs> Not yet, but soon. No. Ugh. And while we're in, while we're still navigating, 
and and the places that we're isolated, that we're separated, that reminder that find music that moves us, that opens us, that, you know, I always say this to people, like, if you feel an emotion is stuck, go find a song mm-hmm. and really let yourself feel it, like move your body, feel it, let it, let it pull out the, whatever needs to be brought to the surface. Yeah, that's um, exquisite. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. Tell us about your, your record. The, okay. the new, yeah, what you've just released so people can go get that because. Yes. So it's energy. Um, it is great. I'm really in love with this project. It's called Flowers for the Living. Um, that is our current mantra. That is what we want to export into people's, you know, homes, lives, hearts is um, there, you know, uh, Eckhart Tolle, I think he was, was he interviewed by Oprah, someone, you know, he was just saying that there is no opposite to life. Many people describe birth uh, or death as the opposite of life, but it's like, no, birth is the opposite of life. There is no opposite of life because all it, it encompasses all of those things. And our elders always taught us about everlasting life. And of course, in scripture, they talk about everlasting life. Um, but the emphasis to us was just like, live, 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 live. Um, here in Austin, there was uh, Richard Overton, was Baba Richard Overton. And he uh, was the oldest living man in America. And he lived here on the east side of Austin. He was 112 when he passed. Yeah, he was 112 when he passed. And he smoked a cigar several cigars every day. He drank whiskey every day. <laughs> yeah. say, there's got to be whiskey in there. Yes, it's a whiskey, you know, there's, it's Texas. He drove his car until he was about 109. And yeah, amazing. And so when they were, when he was asked, you know, some celebrities have, 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 have encountered him at this point. Um, and uh, they asked him, I think it was Steve Harvey, was like, well, what is your secret to longevity? He's like, just keep living and don't die. that's epic it's epic and i think it's it's in correlation to what i i I hear so many gurus so many teachers say it's just like keep it simple like you're you're making the story what it is you know, on a particular level. There are, in fact, things taking on, but you do have a choice with how you want to interact with this dream world, you know? You have a choice, as difficult as reality is, um, as many injustices there are, as many um, hurdles as exist, you have to just keep living and don't let life, my coin, my term, the term I've coined is, don't let life get in the way of life. (laughs) Nice. Don't let life get in the way of life. And that's what the album is really about. It's about a celebration of the fact that we are alive and we can be alive. And what does it mean to share the the the, the joy of being alive with someone else, with whomever it is that you're in relationship with? But it's it's done, but it's it's all of the aspects of life. It's the hardship of life. It's it's you feeling yourself, it's you being cocky about and proud about what you're doing. It's it's about the tender moments and the dark moments. It's about the uncertainty and being able to enjoy not necessarily the hardship, but enjoy the fact that there's someone to share it with. Enjoy the fact that it's not going to last forever. Enjoy the fact that you get to have this experience 
even if it is um, tumultuous to a degree, you're getting to have it. Don't miss out the fact that you're getting to have it. That is incredible. And, and the process of coming out of that and the, the upgrade that comes from that and the, 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 then the celebration that comes from that and the celebration that is to come regardless. We don't need to celebrate because we got over turmoil. We get to celebrate because, you know, because. So that's what the album is about. It's about being able to celebrate because. It's about being able to celebrate because you got over it. It's about being able to, to celebrate with each other um, and have a damn good time. <laughs> have a damn good time. Don't let life get in the way don't of the life, damn good time. Of the damn good time. Of the damn good time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just came out, oh gosh, a couple weeks ago on the 21st, 22nd. So it is available on all streaming platforms. We'll be coming out with a vinyl very soon. We have these lovely dominoes that are, are casted flowers in, in our dominoes. They're going to be part of a, a package that folks can receive and some autograph memorabilia. And, you know, we're going to be, uh, gosh, we were on the cover of a couple of different things. So, you know, it's well, and it's, it's a good time. Enjoy it. There's something on there for everyone. Beautiful. And the name of the album again? Flowers, Flowers for the Moon. Yeah. I'll current, put it in the show notes. Please do. And my current favorite song on the album is called Magic. Mm. Yeah. It's called Magic. Let me sing the chorus for you. Please. Okay. Please. Oh, I need Shaka to do it, but that's okay. <laughs> Maybe you can. Can you help? Can, would you help me? Sure. Okay. All right. So you're just going to say magic when I point to you. Magic. Here we go. Mad magic. Okay. Energy, memory, let it be. Magic. Frequency, get with me, we can be. Magic. Galaxy, fantasy, let it be. Magic. Energy, memory, let it be. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Magic. <laughs> magic. Oh. Yeah, check that out. Absolutely. So we will make sure that everybody has that, that Riders of the Storm and Flowers for the Living. Riders Against the Storm. Riders Against the Storm. Thank you. Riders Against the Storm. Yeah, we get, we get, we get to Jim Morrison comes up. Yes, it. that's where we get. <laughs> I love Jim Morrison. It's all good. Two things that popped up for me is one, I'm reading this book right now called Octavia's Brood. If anybody hasn't read Octavia Butler, highly recommended sci-fi. And the Octavia's Brood is social justice activists writing sci-fi mm. and inspired by Octavia Butler because she was a very, she was a, a black author in sci-fi when nobody, like that was not happening. Right. And she thought so outside of the box of what, you know, we think of in, you know, even for sci-fi was just spectacular. So anyway, how this relates is that this book, Octavia's Brood, is social justice people that are not writers, but visionaries. Mm. And the, the women that edited it, they, they just went to these different friends of theirs or people that they knew were deeply involved in the work and said, write your vision as sci-fi. Because the truth is, if you're a social justice activist, and I also believe if you're in a spiritual being, you're writing sci-fi because you're visioning what's not here yet. Right on. 
you're you're visioning what's possible. Yeah, it's it's been really uh, just so powerful to read this book and to see the the weaving, and so that's what I feel of with you and with Chaka is that you both and the people that you pull in you're creating a new vision. You have a new vision in your being and you're, you're bringing that out through music. You're bringing that out through spirituality. You're bringing that out through education and that they're not separate. The music, the activism, the spirit, that there's a vision of us coming together as humans to celebrate everything. 100%. I think to celebrate everything, I think, you know, dismantling things, I think, you know, crunching things, melting things, making cupcakes out of things, you know, <laughs> yes, like as much of the, as much as the morphing is possible, you know, to stay in keeping with the reality that everything is a wave and a particle, right? Like if, if we keep it in one particular state for too long, then we're just living in ice. We're just, you know what I mean? We're just, we're frozen, we're stuck. And uh, the, the, the opportunity for things to morph and wave in and out is, is something to really hop onto. I really love the, this, this current kind of, I don't know what generation is called, Generation Z? I don't know, the one that came after millennials, I'm not sure. But they're so out the box. And they just, they're, they're like, they're, it's, I can be whatever. I can morph and shape. I can cosplay. I can do, do, do. Like my color doesn't matter. My gender is fluid. My spiritual practices, you know, waving and for, morphing and, and learning. Um, and eventually even that is going to come back to something more particle in orientation. Like things always do. They get really, really open and sporadic and then they come back down. And then, you know, that is the wave. So they're doing their part in that wave and I feel like Shaka and I's part in that wave is to create create vehicles for for folks who are like okay I want I want to get into a a a solid movement a solid wave for a second and, and before I go back into becoming a particle or into particle reality so um you know for us our programs and the things that we have coming up is about recognizing um, that there are people who aren't being serviced necessarily. Those people in particular I was just talking about, there isn't really enough format and um, structure for those people to feel represented um, in a particular way. I think I loved Instagram. I love the internet because so many of those folks can get their messages out who were not available to do so otherwise, um, which is just fantastic. And I feel like our ability to visualize uh, and and manifest how how the future is shaped is us stepping into a particular God property um, that many people did not know was available to them. There's a comedian by the name of Sam J. She's this black lesbian comedian. I think she was a writer for uh, Saturday Night Live, um, and she recently just got a, a few different like producer contracts with a couple different entities or whatever. Really talented comedic writer, and so she is hilarious. And she was like, you know, she was talking about a SpaceX launch that just took place uh, with Elon Musk, and she's like, I didn't know you could dream about that. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know. I thought if you wanted to go to space, you went to NASA. I didn't know you could dream about bypassing NASA to go to space. 
Like the, I didn't know that was allowed. You know what I mean? I just wanted a gold ceiling in my house. Like rappers had, like, I didn't know you could actually dream of this whole, you know, I, I, these, these magnanimous structures. I didn't know you could do that. I thought whatever was there, you had to interact with that. I didn't know you could create something completely different for people to interact with whole new thing. I feel like that is the wave a whole lot of people that Shaka and I are affiliated with are kind of on and want and are manifesting. It's like, well, you know, we could actually have this whole other thing. Um, and it's prosperous and it's powerful and it vibes like you and it looks like you. And it, there's no, there's no need to relinquish how you, how you present yourself. There's no need to relinquish how you show up. There's no need to diminish how you show up and cower for any reason, either out of your prejudice or out of your sense of oppression. Like none of that is necessary, but it also doesn't mean that you have to just be like, Oh, I don't see color or I don't, I don't believe in a, the neutral, neutral, however folks want to neutralize things like that doesn't need to happen. Everyone can have their square. No one is standing in your square, but you. So let's just celebrate that. Let's be okay with, you're not in my square. So do what you want to do in your square. And know that just like the molecules in your body, like the molecules in your liver, stay in your liver. And if they don't stay in your liver, there's a problem, right? Your body lets you know that there's a problem. So stay in your liver and let's be a corporal entity as you stay in your liver. You stay, you stay in your spot. I stay in my spot. And we understand that those positions allow for uh, the structure to maintain. It's like Khalil Gibran in The Prophet when they ask him about marriage. And he's like, well, you know, marriage is not sharing from a loaf of bread. Marriage is you have a loaf of bread and I have a loaf of bread and I give you a piece of my bread and you give me a piece of your bread or different pillars in a house. Um, but you're not the entire house. You're different pillars in a house. And so a reality can function like that and you can look really good doing it. You know what I mean? I, I emphasize that you look very good doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can have fun doing it. Yeah. And have fun doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean that this is not, not in some pseudo Zen way. I mean, like really like enjoy it all, even if it just don't feel right today. Like you get to be here and record and register something. Um, but we have stuff coming up. I wish I could tell you. I can't tell you. I know it's, it's, it's secret, but it'll come out. It's coming. And it's going to come out. And it's, it is about, yes, it is about the future in this manner that you're talking about this, un, this unimaginable future or, but it doesn't have to, but post-apocalyptic, uh, we can be, I, I, I want to find us being post something than apocalypse. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we have a post, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't have to exist in trauma. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to just exist in trauma, um, a hurdle over trauma in order to get to the future. You know, I feel like that's a very important narrative to um, secure in people's imaginations that you don't need the, you don't necessarily have to maintain a struggle in order to feel like you're persevering um, and thriving. You know, there's, there's a space that exists after the struggle where it doesn't have to be that anymore. And it's a beautiful space. And it's one that I lead a lot of my clients to is afterwards, there is a reality that is sublime and it's not pseudo Zen. It's not fluff. Um, it's just about being in the pilot seat and recognizing your ability to choose so many things over your reality. 
And to emphasize what you're sharing is that piece of we get to create from the depths of our being, not referencing what has been. Right. But referencing what could be. Mm-hmm. And I love one of my favorite quotes is by a man named Hugh Len that uh, it's sub, you know, sub quoting it, but it's, it's, do you want to create from memory or do you want to create from inspiration? Oh, not nice. Mm-hmm. And that creating from inspiration, you're what's possible rather than what's been, mm-hmm. what are the limitations, what is familiar, what's safe to be able to pivot and say, okay, could we create and how do we include that if we are this this being that each of us has different aspects like that there is the person that's the that is holding the liver I got the liver part down thanks <laughs> good here can you do the lungs like hang out and do the lot like that there's yeah. that deep respect and and mutual support because lungs don't go liver you're on your own right Fuck, right right Right. We're all working together and, and, and to, and we don't have to do this. Like we don't have to do the same thing. And how do we respect history mm-hmm. and supporting the new? Mm-hmm. Because you know what you, you mentioned that you and I had a lot of conversations around this, around the all love, everything's fine. Um, we just have to be spiritual beings. Right, You're the right. lungs. I'm the liver. It's all great. It's right. like, except there is history. Mm-hmm. There is, there are things that we have to unpack and that unpacking doesn't have to be like, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to like fight it out or we're going to struggle or it's going to be really hard. It can be like, all right, let's unpack some shit. Like what's yeah. here mm-hmm. to bring up so that we can move forward into a new vision. So we're not, we're not dragging that past with us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I encourage you know, I had a client yesterday and one of the things that I, I, I try to offer, you know, everyone kind of generally does visualizations um, as exercises. But what I always um, find compelling is how much the visualizations can be locked in pragmatics, right? So there is a particular genius that children house and they did a test where they will give a paperclip to an adult and say, write down how many things you could do with this paperclip, right? And they also give a paperclip to a five-year-old and say, write down how many things you could do with this paperclip. You know, the adult comes up with maybe like 10 things you could do with the paperclip. You can hold paper, you can turn it into some earrings, you could pick a lock with it, you could... Uh, you know, use it to point at something or what have you. The kid, the the, the five-year-old is like, it, it's a sled. It's, a, you know, they were, you didn't give me any parameters on what size I eventually the paperclip could become. You didn't give me any parameters on uh, what the paperclip was made of. You know, you didn't give me any parameters. So I get to make it whatever I want to make it. But the pragmatics... Um, of what, because we're so locked into what has been uh, and what this has been told to me as it is, that we don't allow ourselves to flourish. We forget, we, we atrophy that muscle that allows our imaginations to flourish 
um, with, with, with tremendous possibility and, and what allows us to bend it. And so I give my clients this exercise and it's always like, oh, you know, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to go on walks. I'm, I'm going to get a better job. I'm just like, what about, what about being a rock star that walks on a stage with riding an elephant while your purple braids hit the ground and whips around like, like a tornado? Like, why not that? Why not envision that? Like, what, what did it, what does it cost you to think of that? It cost you zero dollars, zero dollars to just let your mind unleash for your own joy. That's it. And, and it's amazing what kind of, what then your, uh, what, what standards your pragmatics rise to, right? And so that's, that's it for me and, and my particular journey and my husband's journey is having to have gone through all those gateways of like feeling life was, is what it was, uh, feeling like, um, you know, that life is about a fight to get things to a particular place or that the only way life looks is this way and success is measured X, Y, and Z way. When it's just like, if you just scrapped all of that, scrapped it all, it's really a, a blank canvas. What, just what do I want? What am I feeling? What is the resonance and how, how, do, how do I translate the resonance of what I'm experiencing inside and, and allow it to um, translate itself outwardly so that I'm walking in the dream, right? Instead of just having the dream circulate in here that I can actualize it outside. Um, and for people of color, like there's been so much diminishment you know, for hundreds of years of humanity that has been diminished in the Americas and, and, and specifically, that it, it can really create an, an impossible idea and it's still playing out. And that's the difficult thing is, to, is for us as leaders of color to be really sensitive to the fact that people are existing um, still in a trauma. And it's not just people of color, people who identify as white, are also existing from the trauma of that hist of that aspect of history. And being able to be honest about that is what allows us all to start to unleash into a truer reality. And I feel like that is part of the responsibility of the um, spiritual uh, complex, the spiritual industries, is to recognize that that trauma is operating and not to perpetuate it by saying it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's it's a very dangerous thing to say that someone's reality doesn't matter. The way they see their color and the, the reality that you see it too, it doesn't matter. Now, obviously, that is a construct that we created and we dreamed up and we live in and participated in and were forced into and brutalized into that we all have to acknowledge so we can actually move out of it. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why the imagination is so important. That's why feeling free to play and be in the imagination is important to a degree and not in a fluffy way, because like, I, I also have a background in improv and the, the importance about improv in order to build the world that you're living in, you have to say yes. And right. You have to say yes. And like, I can't say like, Oh no, we're not doing that. 
Like that's not, you can't, I have to go and be in attunement with what we're building here until we're fit, until we figure it out. But I have to, I have to agree that whatever's coming out of you is real. Much like you have to agree that whatever's coming out of me is real. Not that it's your real, but it is a real that is being played out, right? And, and that's my quest, you know, also in not just servicing clients, but also just in, um, in a particular space of advocacy in the, in the spiritual industries is to be present enough to articulate that we can't keep talking about new worlds and fifth dimensions. And it's still it, it, the visions that are getting replicated look like the ones we just came out of where it's mostly people uh, who identify as white crafting the vision. And then it's mostly people who identify as white being projected into the vision and the platforms, et cetera. All these things are set up very much in the format that we just came out of. And we have to be honest about our complicit agreement in the reality of race that has allowed for this new so-called new world to replicate it. You know what I mean? If we're not talking about how this is supposed to actually shift and morph and that that means that we have to do some active engagement and not not just, you know, I was talking to a a leader in one of these industries and I'm like, I'm not interested in inclusion. That's not how we get to this. Uh, It's all good that we want to come together, but you're asking me to be included in your world and you're not asking to be included in my, my vision. You're not asking how, how, where, what part do I play in your vision? You're not saying yes and. You know, that's the dangerous part of that. And, you know, whatever, you ain't got to. However, if we're going to perpetuate this idea that we're going to be this oneness, well, let, let us actually do it and not just exist in wusa and just um, say it for the sake of how zen it sounds and not want to do the kind of grimier part of it, or not even grimier part of it, but the, uh, you know, the, the part of it that ain't got no teacups, the part of it that doesn't have um, flute music, and the part of it that doesn't have um, any of that jazz. It's just straight talk, you know, the transformative power of straight talk, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I felt like I just went all over. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. I love it. It's, <laughs> you know? And to highlight a couple things that you've said that were breath, I mean, so much was breathtaking, but to, to really, so often what's happening, what I see is happening in the spiritual industry right now. If we talk about the spiritual awakening industry as this business, which it is, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's definitely heart centered, but there's also this, this movement. And what's happening is there's this recreation of the old form, like you're saying. Yeah. And, and that part of that is around, um, assimilation Mm. right like yes we're all one as long as you're one in the way that i'm familiar with being one that's based in white supremacy and privilege then we're all one it's great join us right and um it's now got so distasteful for me now and that's familiar Mm-hmm. You know, and so now as I'm starting to unpack it inside of myself and be like, oh, right, I've been part of that. All right, mm-hmm. let's shift it. Right. Let's shift it. Right. Like, period. Like, yes, I've been part of that. Period. What do I want to create? I want to create something different yeah. as well. And so who are the people that are creating differences instead of me going, come join my world? 
-hmm. It's like, how do I join yours or how do I support you? Like, what are you creating? Like, let's, we have to like really look at who are the people that are really outside of the box Mm -hmm. and give ourselves then that, like, let's step out as well. Yes. support and I uh, the other thing that you said about the, the kids that are coming up now the young ones that are coming up now that are so gender fluid and so creative and it just makes my heart sing mm-hmm. and it's complex because of course there's a lot of people going wait a minute you can't you can't just decide what gender you're going to be one day and be a different gender it's like well why not right who made up that rule mm-hmm. but the the now we have to clamp this down we have to understand there's this tension of Mm -hmm. what I feel life, life wants to express itself and be creative and try new things that have never happened before. That's life. You, I mean, hello, butterfly, dodo bird, (laughs) you know, life isn't like there's one tree. This is the tree you get. Right. Right. And so to, to really be inspired by these kids, instead of being freaked out by them, to be inspired and like, how do we, like help us create space that I'm not, I don't know how to put it into words, but it's like, let them lead. Right. And so I remember getting a chance to talk with, no, I didn't talk to George Clinton. My husband spoke with George Clinton and, oh, I, this is a different conversation. Okay. So anyway, but it's still George Clinton. George Clinton said there was an era like a few years ago in 2015, there was a, a, a genre of rap music called mumble rap. Like people could not understand, not like typical rap music that's just fast or whatever and you can't keep up. Like literally even people who listen to rap music was like, what are y'all saying? Like, and so there was a big upheaval in a rap community. It's just like, this isn't really rap or this is like, this is nonsense. Duh, duh, duh. Like stop messing with the culture. And this is what George Clinton had to say about it. George Clinton was like, I, have, I don't see anything wrong with it. Because, and this is a this is this is what's great is like George Clinton was like when we were coming up, and we were doing bebop because he didn't always do funk when he was younger. He was doing bebop, and he was scatting and all that. And they they said the same thing to him. They're like, we don't uh, you're not saying anything, right? Those aren't words. And it led to me to be like, there always is this point when something new is coming, that it is just primordial goo like it's just primordial energy and it doesn't look like anything and it is kind of messy and all over the place um until it finds form and so it's like when it's at that point point for whatever reason people like no go back into a structure it's like nah man this is about finding the structure it has to decombobulate into this ooze again and that's what the youth are that they're they're connected to this very raw energy this very raw molecular, you know, dance. Um, And that's why I love voodoo. Voodoo is very connected to this raw molecular dance, which so much springs from, you know? So that's why I feel like, one, like you're saying, that the youth need to lead because so much of what is going to come into the future is going to, it's going to come from that primordial energy. And when we denounce that, we are creating stagnation and you're making yourself old, like, stop, like, just, just let it, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? you just, just enjoy what the young people are doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like Maladoma Somme talks about his youth 
um, that the, the children in this village, the grandparents and the newborn children actually spend a great deal amount of time together because of their proximity to the void, their proximity coming in from the veil and then their proximity going back to the veil. So they have, they have a secret language almost that they have. And it's those of us that identify as being in between that, that are like, oh, I'm not young anymore. Oh, I'm afraid of getting old. That create this tension that is actually thing that exacerbates you into a variety of things. But embracing both of those, those parts of the spectrum is what allows for us to have those connections for those are our different points in the journey to be like, oh, I didn't know that it could be like this. And oh, I didn't know that it was like this. And what does that mean um, when they can converge? What does that breed when they can converge? And I feel like that's just the way of this new uh, reality is. It's just like, well, what does it mean if it, if it, if it's allowed to converge? Like, if we really take these barriers down. And so that's why people loved Body Rock and, and love coming to a Riders Against the Storm show because that's the foundation of what we're disseminating through our music is like, what does it feel like when it gets to, when you get to converge, when you get to converge and live in the duality and the dichotomy of converging and being on your own square? That's a thing. We think about things far too linearly, far too linearly. And it really is just a calcification. It's really not growth in the way that um, we think it is. And there's just a lot more joy available to you when you're just like, oh, you know, like any five-year-old, they don't know what's going to happen today. They're ecstatic that their legs can swing. You know, that doesn't have to disappear. They're ecstatic to meet new people. They don't care what color you are. You know, they don't care how much money you have. Your breath stinks. Your breath stinks, please move along, you know, these classifications, you know, are a hindrance um, and order is necessary. Of course it is. But these classifications also, these hyper classifications, this hyper documentation can really be a, a hindrance to uh, access to the, the primordial energy, you know? Yeah. And that place of anchoring in, of blessing and honoring and listening to the youth and the young ones and that the, the energy, like, like that volcanic energy that's coming through and also honoring and respecting and reverencing the elders that are the rocks and the mountains and the, the, that hold the long memory, mm-hmm. that to be able to hold them not as separate but like you're saying as part of this larger whole that we need the medicine of both inside of us mm-hmm. as well as as the inspiration and i see so often like in in western culture we're so especially women like we're so fixated in not being old yeah you know and not losing our our attraction or our you know whatever and i'm like can we please create more elders that are yeah. actually learning from their mistakes and making better mistakes yeah. and that are willing to listen and just hold space and, and learn how to be non-judgmental mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. see what's wanting to be birthed here, mm-hmm. what's wanting to be created. But it takes, we're learning. I do feel, I feel incredibly hopeful actually. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely, um, you know, I feel like as far as elders are concerned, I think I'm excited because there's a new crop of young people or younger people, um, even queen mothers, it's like, you have to find new language instead of younger. I'm like, what, is, what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, because time doesn't actually work the way that we're, you know what I mean? So we even have to find new language for that. But neophytes, if you will, <laughs> to, the, to the realm, they are a new crop, but also the people who are becoming an elders, I think are a new crop. Uh, right. And that's, what's exciting to me. Like I look at, um, there's certain people like, um, there's a chef, Chef Babette. I follow her online and, you know, people are just like, she's also re-describing what being, being older looks like and, and the experience you're supposed to having and having, um, she's like, you're supposed to be having the time of your life. Actually, <laughs> you're, yeah, you know, they like you graduated, you know, all your kids are raised. Um, you know, you are in charge of your health and, and, and your, what's the word, vitality. Your time. You yeah. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily fall into decay. You can alter the imagination of what that means and exist in a whole other reality and enjoy that. There was a, a documentary, I have to sh share this to you or share this video with you. It's on YouTube of this man who was uh, Balinese and he was uh, this grand architecture uh, in Bali. And he built all these temples and is, was well-known in France and all of these different places during the war for his artistry. Just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. He was about 114 when he passed. I don't know, probably 30, 40 years ago. But what was gorgeous was that he had a temple. He would Anytime he would finish in a project, he would align the end of the project to... Um, a coincide with the sun hitting this particular point of a mountain that he would observe. And each time that sun hit this point in the mountain, he would complete his work. And so his final completion um, was his own transition. His final work, artwork, was his own transition. He gathered his family. He laid on the horizon. And when the sun hit this point, he just let go. And I know that that's an example. And, and, and it's not even just that. It's like, if you watch the video, his wife is like 90 something years old. I guess she was the young one, young buck, I, mean, I don't know. And, <laughs> but they're just so smiley and their bodies are still like moving. And, you know, um, that, that this is not foreign, that there was a decline somewhere. And I, and I really do feel like, the wars, the hundreds and hundreds of years of war that we've been having and oppression that we've been having had a serious effect on our vitality and, uh, and, and causing that decline, but it's not actually our, our birthright. You know, most of the people in my family live to be a hundred something years old. And I say that to say um, there, there is something else also resurfacing, not just with the youth, but also with people maturing into their eldership, that it's that the eldership is not about decay. It's not about decay. It's not about worry. It's not about um, being trapped away in a home and not seeing anyone anymore. And it's, it's, it's not about dependency in the hyper-dependent idea. We are dependent on each other, but you know, it, it, there's um, a sovereignty, there's a, a sexiness about being able to be mature and like, kid, oh no, kid, I, got, I know that. I got that. 
Oh, and being able to know that and still be like, hey, sh show me, show me how you did that. How did you do that? In all my years, I ain't never seen that though. I'm open to that. You know, there's some really juicy things coming up. And I, I just, my encouragement always to my clients, to my community is like, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it because you're letting life get in the way of life. Don't miss what's happening right now. Something really magical and fruitful and a whole era, I believe, I know a whole era of peace and color and just blossom and transmuting is taking place right now, like a world we've never seen, but not a new world where it's, it's, it's a transplant and a veneer of the old world, but one where we're really getting down with each other. I've seen it. I've created those spaces. I know. It's great. Let's do it do it it's possible yeah and it's in that place of staying connected to you know I talked to so many people that are like it's so terrible right now and this is so hard and I was talking to a group today I'm like let's just take the word hard out of our vocabulary let's start making things stop making things hard they're just there's things that take major. energy and there's things that take less energy major that's right? major yes period yes so yes. Can we do that? Can we just like, there's going to be things. Yes, we're in transition mm -hmm. and it's going to take energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do we hold the vision of what's possible and keep that alive and fresh and, and not decide. This is something else that I was thinking about today is that, and also not decide what it's supposed to look like or what the timetable is. Because that's going to then cause us to go back into it's not working, it's yeah, not yeah, fast yeah. enough, like to just be like, it's unfolding, it's doing what it's doing, yeah. let's just keep showing up and celebrating and learning and having great conversations with each other and being in the mud with each other and dancing in the sunshine and mm. play, let's play, holding the vision of what's possible and creating the vision of what's possible without mm -hmm. bypassing. 100% without bypassing. So let's play and let's fight. Let's play fight. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. I had a really play great fight. conversation with a friend today and, and uh, it was just so beautiful because I was like, if we're going to keep being intimate with each other, love, we got to like, just be messy. Like, come on, will you join mm. me in being messy? And we were mm. both like, I don't know if I trust you. And so it was just this beautiful, like, let's recreate, let's like, what we need to feel trust with each other so we can go in the mess. And of course, what comes out on the other side is more love. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I have not, I have not rocked a party ever where um, it wasn't better coming out of it. it, it, it I mean, like it, 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 exponentially better coming out of it than it was coming into it. Never. Never. It's, it's the energy is high. People's hips stop hurting. People have been unburdened, you know, because of the ruckus, you know, because of the noise, the sound, the music, the, uh, the elation. Um, yeah, because of the, the swirling, you know what I mean? It's, it, and, and everyone comes out sweaty with their arms each over each other's shoulders, hugging, hugging people that they never thought in a million years they'd be hugging, you know, because 
all of that collapsed. All of that construct just collapsed. Even if it was just for four hours, it collapsed and it created a new dawn, you know, and it fed things uh, for weeks on end. And imagine that on a grand scale, it will, it will feed the next millennia. It will. It will. Yes. It's great. Mm. Mm. I'm happy to get down in the mud with you. I'm yes. happy to get in the mud with you, Heather Ash. It's great. <laughs> you are speaking my language. I love it. I love it. I love the work you do. So many people I know have had a chance to experience your work. I haven't had a chance to experience your work personally because we've been in, in COVID. This is the, the only... Bubble. We've been in the bubble. How we've been in the bubble with each other. We haven't had a chance to do the interpersonal... Oh, you know, uh, hang, but, um, you know, your reputation precedes you. So it's just great to be on this platform with you. It's great to, um, get messy. It's great to be like, Hey, yep, let's change. Let's, let's just get in the car and, and switch this, um, wheel, uh, around. Let's go in a different horizon, different part of the horizon, you know, and enjoy, uh, enjoy that process, you know, so uh, kudos to you for uh, leading the charge on that, um, you know, because um, a lot of people like to keep it the way it's been. Um, it works. It's profitable. Um, and people have been positively impacted. It's not like it's all trash. It's not, you know, absolutely not. Um, it's all, it all was a part of the unfolding, but there's definitely something surfacing and it takes people to want to be like, hold on, something else is surfacing now, friends. Something else is surfacing. Let's not uh, get into automation and just keep doing what we've been doing. Let's let's pause so we can take hold and register these new codes that are coming in for, for things that are moving forward now. As we're all aware also at the same time because of the dichotomy of reality that we're all just in this dream space. You know what I mean? And it's almost not that serious as serious as it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hopeful. That's what I, you know, I keep coming back to and sharing and inspiring myself and others is that it's all of it. Like, like when you're in the place of confusion and paradox, yes, like that's great. Sometimes people will like, I'm really confused. I'm like, oh, finally. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Right. <laughs> you think yeah. you figured out. And it's true. Sometimes it worked. Like it's working. And so why would we change it? That it's going to keep us limited and things are shifting and we have to, we don't have to, you don't have to do anything, but you can be dragged. Right. Or you can step up and go, I don't know how to do this. Right. And I'm willing to like step aside and let other energy and other insights and other people come in so that we're dreaming larger. Yeah, what's wrong? It, it could have been working, but what's what's wrong with an upgrade? My car works, but I can't drive that. Car no. <laughs> it's true. You know, they a little thing, the little bumpers falling off a little bit. The, 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 you know, it works fine. It gets me from A to B. It's it's it comfortably. You know, the heater works, the AC works. You know, um, but there needs to be an upgrade because there's some new things coming in. There's children coming in. Whatever it is, life is morphing. And we need containers that support that morph. It's not just about what's been working. It's about um, the magnanimous nature of creation. It's just like, I, 
I know that I know that this tree is, you know, fine at this height, but I actually I just want well what's a redwood? Like what if we made the tree a hundred feet tall? What's that like? You know what I mean? Let's like try that. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's see. Let's see what happens. And uh, miraculously, oh my God, there's room for it. Miraculously, oh, okay, I don't need NASA actually to go into space. Isn't that miraculous? I didn't know that. Oh, but you can't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I don't think that type of gall and that type of vision is exclusive to one sector or one group of people. I don't, I don't believe so. You know, we can all, we can do this. We can yeah. do this. So, yeah. I'm going to, I'm charging myself up to be like, okay, let's think big girl. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that bouncing off of like, let's think big. And it feels like it's in the, it's in the field right now. It's in the energy right now of, like in a way when I entered the spiritual world and kind of got drafted into teaching against my will in a lot of ways, right. <laughs> um, you know, like, Oh, really? You want what? Really? Um, that it was, people were very separate. There was this, like everybody had their own lane in a right. way. And there was the guru and then there were the disciples and that my community is better than your community. And it's just been such a joy to see it breaking apart. And to, and to feel that there are groups now that are that have been maybe very separate or very different that are like, how do we work together? How do we, like, can we come together? And so there's this magic that's like the goo. When you said the, the chaos and the goo, I was like, yes, let's let, like, we let it go to the goo and, and see what wants to come out and really embrace the chaos of this time as a creative force and breaking things open so something new can be birthed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. I agree. I, I agree 100%. And um, I'm excited to see how it happens. I'm excited to see how it happens. Yes. I know I have my vision and everyone has theirs and they'll converge at some point as long as we, you know, stay on your square. Yes. Yeah. Stay and I so look forward to hear to just the unveiling whenever the gestation period like whenever you all go through that portal and start to birth out, I can't wait to see what you're, what you're birthing and to support, to help midwife that in whatever way that I can. And Ashay, Ashay, magic. I will be. Thank magic. you. Magic, 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 magic. <laughs> let it be. Magic. And memory, let it be. Magic. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you so much, dear one. Just so grateful for you and your your vision. Thank you and so your much. Grounded Hi. vision. That is rare, my love. That you have yeah. oh, keep keep going. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on your platform. Folks can find me at key.alife on Instagram. Writers Against the Storm is at Ross R A S Hip Hop on Instagram. Um, you know, we're on Facebook in the same way, all of those different platforms. Um, please stay encouraged, everyone. Stay uh delighted, stay uplifted. Um, you know, play. Um, let yourself have your feelings, let yourself morph, let yourself have a wild imagination because it costs zero dollars, zero dollars to let yourself have a wild imagination as long as you know that it's just your imagination and you don't start believing <laughs> so 
some of the nonsense that comes in there, but uh, that's a different conversation. Let's keep <laughs> we can have that conversation later. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Let's keep it in this vein um, and stay um, stay imaginative um, about the future. Uh, stay in our imagination, our inspired future. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. you. Thanks so much. And everyone, you can sh- check out the show notes and I'll list all the places that you can connect with Kidada and with Chaka and Riders Against the Storm. Blessings. Peace and love. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with a fellow warrior goddess. If you felt fully empowered and inspired by what you heard today, we want to know about it. You can share your feedback by leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We thank you for your support. It's the fastest way to fuel the revolution. To learn more about the Warrior Goddess Revolution and other Warrior Goddess offerings, visit us at www.warriorgoddess.com.